0: So, um, this, this is the straight out to damn podcast and I'm trying to think of how do I intro, um, our guest, and, um, um, I'm, I'm, I'm having trouble with it because he's been on the podcast. Like, I think this might be the third time around. It might be.
1: Yeah. This, this is like third time.
0: Definitely, yeah, I was I I know it's been at least two uh, well, at least one but yeah, third time around and uh, what's crazy is that this guy's been on this podcast in all of his stages so the early stages of like trying to figure out you know, being new to the podcast and trying to figure out what exactly do I want to do with the podcast uh, to, you know, recording it in, in Uh, My my apartment uh, Bedroom Up until now being at my crib In the actual den So he's been in like all of the stages Of this thing man To see where he is now And and just from the background Just watching him develop as as an artist um, As a a facilitator Doing his own shows And also from being a father Like there's a lot of stages in life that 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 happen, um, in the midst of our two or three conversations. So, uh, help me welcome the homie, man. Shalom, little, aka Shalil, to the straight out the damn podcast. How you doing, bro?
1: What's going on, man? I'm tired. <laughs> you
0: tired? Tired in what capacity?
1: I mean, I'm physically tired. Um, some days. I'm just mentally strained, but uh, mm. I'm not saying that so, you know, anybody feel sorry for me cuz I don't feel sorry for me, but uh, you know, I'm just in a different place in space. Um tired of, you know, what I mean that is like definitely a fatigue of just having to uh, you know, kind of work output and mm. be present, but I'm also just um I mean, sometimes I'm just tired of people. <laughs> That's a very
0: honest thing, bro. Like really, I, I, I get it, being tired of people. We we live in a world where we're so um we're like ultra consumed with content and um just life in general and, and people being around us, whether they're good people or bad people and us trying to decide and determine Who's good and who's bad, and uh, just navigating—excuse <clears throat> me—through this thing that we call life. There are always going to be some challenges that that can lead to fatigue, right? Okay. And um, so you saying that you're tired—that that's eye-opening to me because, you know, I want to kind of dig a little bit deeper into why exactly that fatigue has overcome you to the point of where you feel you're 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 expressing it. You know what I mean? As opposed to keeping it inward. So, um, I know that you recently released music, and we'll get into the music, um, but while we're here, you know, your journey as an artist up until this point, what do you feel that really has you, uh, to the point of expressing fatigue the way that you, you expressed it, um, early on?
1: Um. I feel like um I just come to a place and space of authenticity to where I'm not really trying to prove anything mm. to anybody as far as like I'm the best or my stuff is better than so and so's or you know my I, I'm the I'm the trend. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like me as a person i'm I'm a whole vibe of my own to where it's like you know you i've put in like work and i've put in over the years just like you know wanting people to see me for me, and things like I uh, realize over time is like people are gonna take from you whatever they gonna want to take from you and that's real when when you get used um whatever is left over you have to sit with that and kind of mm. like um process and move forward with that and when I say being used I mean that in much as the neutral senses I can put that just because like um everybody's supposed to be used or being able to be utilized. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Okay, I got you. But like you or we afterwards is like you can't just be so used and consumed to the point where there's nothing left Mm. of you. And really, a lot of times, especially with the music, people don't necessarily want all of you. They just want what they can relate to
0: Interesting. that that
1: statement kind of sits with me like
0: people don't want all of you they just want what they are Hold what was the end part what they can relate to. what they can relate to and um, I mean I hear that and I understand that and I can relate to that as well because as an artist right you're and I'm speaking for you and you can correct me if I'm wrong but as an artist your goal is to to create what's up here right like whatever's in your head you're creating that and you and you're letting that go and whatever that output is is that output but also in the midst of that you're going to find out very quickly as an artist that everything you do, everybody's not going to love, right? And it's only going to be certain people going to gravitate to certain things. Some people going to gravitate to other things. And you can put out all of this content that's in your head and in your mind, you think it's some of the greatest content, but then it's up to the people to kind of receive it, how they receive it. And so when you say something like, you know, it's up to, to, to the people to relate to it, to understand it, I get that wholeheartedly. But also in that same in the same breath i'm trying to think of is that your job in a sense like is that your job to make sure that people can relate to it are you creating to make sure that people relate to it Or are you just at the point of where it's just like hey i'm just gonna do me and you accept me or you don't accept me at all oh at this point uh i no longer feel like that's my job okay okay so let's go there then so um with it no longer feeling making it feel like this is your job, what do you feel like it is currently, right now for you? I feel
1: like um my music is uh is just like a, a testament to like where I am in life. Mm-hmm. Um this new release that just came out is uh it's called Readily Building Genius. That's a title I've been um, building upon Mm -hmm. for at least the last five years. I wanted to put this body of work out. I just, the place and space wasn't there to kind of like describe or reflect up until like past few months um, recently where I just like, I had these collections of like newer songs and stories. And then I was looking back, I was like, "Well, I got these other past records that kinda they kind of tell a a story of progression mm-hmm. you know, and um it's my progression it's not you know it's not uh it's my progression, but it's also kind of like uh it's like a microcosm of like i guess." Depending on where you at regionally, um, what's going on mm-hmm. in Ratchelina. you know what I'm saying? Uh, music wise, you know. Thinking back, you know, you have brought up uh. In stages, I've kind of mm-hmm. appeared and reappeared on this program. Yeah. Um, if we go back to 2013, which is the first time. Yeah, you know, yeah, I came with Cadis and uh, to the apartment, the original den. Yeah, the, the original um, den. Yeah, you know, uh, I was in a different space. It's like definitely, I just I wanted people to still know who I was, but like in the grand scheme of things, uh, especially getting caught up in like this bubble of like, you know, who the illest in the mm-hmm. city mm-hmm. and who's dope, man. Who got uh, the hardest bars? The hardest beats? Who was the most uh, had the most swagger, charisma at that time? You know, there was several artists who on the underground mm-hmm. kind of like had placed some dominance. Yeah, that yeah, you know, and it was it was uh, if you wasn't part of that wave. Um, a lot of times you weren't being heard or understood. Right. Um, you know, fast forward, going in seven years later, um, in a way, all of that is irrelevant. <laughs> it doesn't matter at all, right?
0: It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I mean, it's funny you say that too, because I'm 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 thinking of the timeline, and it's just like wow, like seven years, but. Even in the midst of all of that and hearing what you said, I I definitely agree because I can remember that time in 2013 where you had a lot of acts that were bubbling and and people who were on the underground circuit here in Atlanta started to get some traction and they were getting calls and, you know, they started getting on some bigger shows and, you know, uh, the A3Cs of the world and, and even some people started getting booked to go out of town and, when you're in the midst of that, it's easy to kind of get lost in that because you're looking just like, man, okay, do I need to do this? This is what they're looking for right. from Atlanta. This is, you know, and like you said, fast forward seven years, and full disclosure, like, some of those artists are either fizzled out, some of them, you know, either sign some, some, some bad deals, some sign, you know, deals that they're no longer a part of. A lot of things happen in, the, in that time period, and you realize that, like you said man, this whole thing is a facade, bro. Like you just, if, if you keep if you do you and continue to do you then you're good to go no matter what. But it does take going through that to realize that that's where you need to be ultimately. Um for you, what was that pivotal moment that made you realize that oh no, I that's that's not the way. I should just do me and
1: do me only. Um it wasn't like one specific moment, but I could tell you like uh i guess a moment where it became bittersweet, and I was like, this isn't all cracked up to be um when we found when I said we um when I finally was able to reach this milestone of uh being a headliner on A3C Mm -hmm. in 2017. Um, Of course, that's when this whole uh, era of Squad Global was kind of like at its height. But um, that in itself was a facade. Mm. and you know, yeah, we finally got that stage, got that look. You know, and I got paid from that show, and you know, I got the bands, and I got all access. But it's like there was a cost for that, and mm-hmm. really, the people who I thought I was going to be validated towards or impressed, they didn't, they didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> no, I feel you. <laughs> they didn't care, yeah. and I lost. Uh, I I took a I took a big loss personally. Yeah in ways uh professionally i took a loss from that that um i don't regret it because obviously i gained from it i learned from it but yeah. I, that that cost me that uh sometimes that hunger for more that's gonna cost you some friendships that's yeah. gonna cost you um some credibility and uh yeah you know what i'm saying like uh i won't say intentionally squad global was a facade it was definitely an affirmation my intentions were there Mm -hmm. to affirm you know uh a worldwide reach of like something vibrant something real but like the foundation the the foundation and the intention can't just rely in just one person if you're talking about building a squad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, uh I can I can tell you straight up, like there was already like um there's already tension, there was already like infighting, there was already mm-hmm. distrust between various people within that um association at that time to where you know uh long story short like right before uh that show we had finally released the squad tape which that was a year overdue that was supposed to be released 2016 it's just like um we drug our feet in the mud in that because mm-hmm. we couldn't get like a collective consensus of like how we wanted to release it, how we wanna right. put it out, et cetera, et cetera. And plus not everybody was interested in putting that body of work out in a certain way. Um I already had, you know, had had distance specifically like with Queendom or whatever at the time. Um And then that compounded with other. I could. I would just honestly say there was jealousy amongst individuals, not with me. I never, which was frustrating to me. Like, if we're supposed to be like a collective, why are you jealous or mad about what somebody else got or perceived you thinking you gonna make a a certain move? And yeah, you know, because. It wasn't just Queendom, you know, it's like, you know, maybe Kadis wasn't vibing with Queendom or, you know, me not really being able to communicate per se with Sharia or, mm-hmm. you know, niggas looking at Tim thinking like he's not really a part of this legit and, you know, Jace just added him in because that was his will, but not everybody necessarily agreeing to that. You know, uh oops. Yeah, it's just, it, it's just <laughs> you know lot. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just you know, it's just certain things It's like, you know, it wasn't as organic, I guess, as it was being marketed. And then me personally, you know, I think uh you know, I move in a certain way a lot of times to where it seems like I can get a whole bunch of shit done almost like a jack of all trades. So I mm. feel like in the past I've assumed like a certain responsibility or um of like almost being like on some Joe Jackson shit. Like, you know, my nickname was Squad Dad. I never mm. I never embraced that nickname, but that's what everybody That's what they called you. Yeah, be because I was supposed to, you know, regulate and kinda like yeah have everything set on course but I never embraced it in part because I'm not, I don't want to be nobody's fucking manager. I'm I'm barely able to manage, manage myself yourself, yeah. and I'm looking, if anything, somebody to help co-manage or help mm-hmm. co-run this shit with me. So it was like, you know, I feel like a lot of expectations as far as like, you know, because I quote unquote, didn't do something for somebody or somebody did something to somebody else, and I didn't. Uh, yeah, you didn't intervene, or yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So, so by the time, um, by the time of that show, like you know, it just got to a point. Like, um, you know, Queenum wasn't part of that bill. You know, they and me personally, you know, what I am saying like that was done. And then, you know, uh, per se, uh, Katie's per se got frustrated with some other people and mm-hmm. because he didn't feel like per se, like they, they did the work to deserve to be on that bill. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's just kind of like this. It's, it's
0: a lot. <laughs> you know, it's it's a, lot a lot of shit.
1: So, you know, uh, you know, At this point, I kind of just, in a way, I don't care. Because, you know, I don't care in the sense of, like, if you see me in certain spaces, in certain places, in 2020, as of right now, only a few people really embrace me, like, the same. Mm. Like, I could probably say to be honest, like, if you see me with, like, me and John, average, or me Mm -hmm. and Cadence, because not to say the rest of them aren't my friends, or the rest of them I don't have love for, and I don't think they love me to varying degrees, but you know, when I'm going through, when I was going through shit with my son's mom, where, you know, I needed to leave the house because shit was getting volatile. I didn't need to be there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Fuck music. These are niggas that I could just, they let me crash or I spend time with. You know what I'm saying? Like, some, you know, not everybody's meant to go along parts of the journey with you are going to understand or even going to be willing to comprehend certain things that you got going on you know what i'm saying um like even uh shout out to vici with the early show Mm -hmm. you know it's a five-year anniversary shout out to that and i need i need to really um vici has been very instrumental with helping me even get a home and space for all Rapidy raps. Mm-hmm. Um, for those who don't know, all Rapidy raps is um, one year anniversary coming up. Yeah, yeah, that's th- this Thursday. I don't know if by this time it'd be over with, but no, no, uh, we're, we're gonna we're gonna make <laughs> sure we're
0: gonna make sure this Thursday. Matter of fact, if you listen to this now, make sure y'all pull up at all Rapidy raps one year anniversary.
1: But uh, you know, um, you know, Jace performed, and I didn't realize. Uh, he performed at the early show five year anniversary. I didn't realize he hadn't performed since like the third year anniversary two years ago. And that was when me, me, him, uh, Jolly and 5am ATL were on stage together, um, as Ox Almighty, which is, you know, if you look at the last few releases, uh, they're executive produced by Ox Almighty, which is basically mm-hmm. like the creative, productive collaboration. Gotcha. Okay. Just at that time, it was like the four was. Now it's mainly me, Five AM, ATL, and Jolly. You know what I'm saying? Because okay. Jace, I guess he's trying to figure shit out as far as like what he's doing with right. his um with his performance, and you know. You know, I seen, you know, he did his thing or whatever. Um, And Queendom was in the audience. It was cool. But, you know, it's weird. It's kind of like, you know, when you be around somebody, you be like, hey, it's cool, what's up? But it's not really like, hey, cool, what's up? It's kind of like almost like a formality. Mm. That's how some of these relationships are. So it's kind of like, you know. Uh, I know when I'm not wanted or around, so I, I it's cool, you know. I got to bless up, keep doing your thing. I'm not looking to uh infringe on anybody's path or what they're trying to figure out. It's not necessarily even about me, hmm. but at the same time, like um, my time and energy. It's better spent on me. I got a lot more at stake, you know what I'm saying? Not saying than the next person. I'm just saying for me to where I have been. Right. You know, I have a son. um, I'm looking to uh, better uh, my relationship uh, with my family, um, working to build on, you know what I'm saying, my legacy. uh, I'm battling you know i'm in spiritual warfare constantly mm. uh you know and not everybody's gonna get that yeah and not everybody should get that and really you know a lot you know certain people that like again going back to like i won't even say as far as profit off your pain but like they just want the certain parts they want the good part of the wine, but they don't want the dregs. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, um, yeah. But with me, is you get all you it's get the all full barrel. You get the full barrel. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? I, this past uh past twelve months, uh I've seen some beautiful blessings. You know, was, uh I went out west for the first time, you know what I'm saying? You know, um did my thing out in LA. Uh, shout out Hassan and Prodigy mm-hmm. um, for bringing me out to the album uh, release party out there. and We performed, you know what I'm saying, having the West Coast film me out. Um, went back out to New Orleans, you know what I'm saying? There's a dope vibe out there. Um, you know, being placed in place that opportunity to where um, I was supposed to perform at um, SOBs in New York City. Um, just due to certain personal issues, uh, I couldn't make that a priority mm-hmm. to make that happen and sell the tickets. But just to know that I was in position to do that off, just off the music, off my vibes, you know what I'm saying? With that, though, you know, everything from, like, dealing with, like... Which is putting like that spell work <laughs> me not checking you know, uh, me not checking myself as far as like my foundation and my uh, my constitution as far as like what I'm allowing versus what needs to die off mm-hmm. versus what I need to pay attention to to stay. Um, me uh, me making a suicide attempt. Okay. Uh, and that's so specifically with that. Um, that's was a wake up call to show really how much people don't really care, right? Because mm-hmm. um, I was in a real dark space and place, uh, and I actually hadn't made a, like a legitimate suicide attempt since like high school. This is probably the first time I'm talking about it in the way that I am. Uh, Period. Um, This was like, this was February 9th of last year. And the reason I know the date because that was the five year anniversary that one of my close friends, uh, Ace, he had got murdered. Um, It was that same day, but it was just five years. And, you know, Sometimes people, we get on social media, we try to write cryptic or blatant, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I seen somebody, I think we both mutually know recently, yeah. going through something similar. Um, I made sure that I reached out to that person personally, mm-hmm. you know. Now, that's always up to that person if they're going to respond or yeah, yeah, or yeah. receive it. So, but my thing is... uh. I didn't really even get that the the people who I thought maybe was going to check in, mm-hmm. they never did. And they kind of like afterwards I can tell kind of looked at me different. Mm. Cuz I put my cuz I really put myself out there like no facade, like yo I'm fucked up, like I'm um uh I want to give in, I want to give up. I don't care. How does, you know, of course you got people commenting, uh, oh, just stay yeah. up. You stronger than this is like, nigga, do you, first, nigga, you don't even really you, so, so <laughs> like You don't know me. Right, yeah, right. So you have people chiming in who don't really know you. Yeah. And then the people you, who you feel like think that you think know you. Mm-hmm. Crickets. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that was kind of like sobering when, once I kind of like got over that period. Um, I was like, wow, man. People don't really, people either don't really know like that or mm-hmm. they don't really care like that or it's a mixture, of, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's a mixture of, of it just, cause I, and, and I'm trying to think back and I'll be lying to you if I can tell you that I don't even remember. It, like this is news to me. And um, hearing you – and thank you for sharing that because I know that's something that's private to you that you don't have to share, you know what I'm saying? So – but, yeah, bro, like that's – I can only imagine that because I haven't had those thoughts, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know what you were dealing with to even have those. And and a lot of times – like, and we both – like I said this recently, like there's a mutual – Person in our lives that was dealing with something similar and i had a conversation with a friend i was like yo like um my guy he he's something's not right and i reached out and he reached back and i and you know i in those times you don't really know what to do and and so um this buddy of mine was like look bro all you can do is offer an ear and at that point they can either talk or not but the, that's all you can really do at that point you know what I mean it's offer an ear they just say like hey I'm here whenever you want to talk we can talk no pressure you know what I'm saying and um thankfully the guy that you know we mutually know he he's come out of that and we've had a chance to talk and he's in good spirits so I, I'm thankful for that but you know hearing you share your story about that man it, it, it's something that a lot of people are dealing with. And I don't think I don't think us as a community, not just artists, but it's just people don't know how to really have that conversation about people having um, suicidal thoughts like we we only I mean, we in the South. I grew up in the South. If you say that around any black family, they're going to tell you, let's go to church and i'm I'm a, I'm a christian i grew up in the church all of that right. stuff but that ain't helping somebody that's dealing with that at the time
1: you know you need to pray it off or <laughs> you need you to pray it, it off talking crazy or yeah you know what i'm saying like even even still now if you bring up therapy or you know psychiatry and certain conversations like that's that's that white people shit we yeah, don't do right. that we just smoke weed or you go to church or yeah you, you fuck it off and yeah, None be of that's right. gonna help you <laughs> it, okay. temporarily, you know. Well, you but need to go eat something. You need to go sleep. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, um, right. You know, it's just like I, I had my older sister. She was like maybe a few weeks late in seeing that, and then she had a uh, text a message me like, you know, you should, uh, you should just be more mindful about putting certain stuff on social media, you know, not everybody needs to know that. And it's like, at the time, I mean, we talked about it later, but at the time, I was like, I didn't, I didn't care. That was, just, that was yeah. my, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm strained. I got My my family relationship is strained, especially, like, on my father's side. You know, he, he passed away um, August of 2018, and, you know, all my life growing up, as far as like me and my siblings, that's been the main thing. Oh, we not close because, you know, he, whatever he did to stand mm-hmm. the third. But I mean, he gone now. So, like, it's up to, you know, we can't put that on him anymore. It's it like, it oh, like, yeah. How do we build as individuals, right. as adults? Like, are we really going to put in that work? hmm Uh to, to really get to know one another or to check in. Or is it going to be mainly me always texting? Yeah. You know, I I say in all this to say, because I know I'm supposed to be talking about this music. Like, and by the way, um, you know, definitely check it out. It's on Bandcamp. You could buy it. Uh it's going to be on streaming soon. Uh all available platforms, as people put it. Um, it's really about, like, I don't feel scared to be as transparent and and really just, like, if we talking about impressions, as far as, like, being a top tier MC, I feel like in hearing the mechanics of my songs and my rhymes... That I speak for itself. But as mm-hmm. far as like, point. Look at me. Look at me. Look yeah, at me. I'm yeah. the. I'm the. I'm better because my dick bigger and I smoke better mm-hmm. and I, we got more guns and I'm more pro black righteous hotel, um going raw building nation building. You yeah. know, <laughs> I, I, I'm the, it's not about that. You know, yeah. I I've been there done that. I'm definitely sharing my experiences within that. I'm definitely sharing my experience as I'm working to evolve out of certain things that no longer serve me or hold me back. You know, I think um, I think in part as far as, like, why over the years I may have been affiliated with different crews or movements and they kind of, like, dis- dissolve, I feel like over time... Um, It's easy to become disillusioned because there is all this fire, all Mm -hmm. these sparks, but it it ain't created that blast yet. Whatever you think that blast is, whether you think that's, oh, we about to do 80 billion streams or we about to do the Grammys or... Whatever in your mind that you grew up, you know, when watching Mm -hmm. BT, 106, A Park, Rap City, MTV, you know what I'm saying, the validate with it, which is kind of a dated model because those shows don't exist anymore. Uh You know what I'm saying? It's so crazy. Like, like
0: (laughs) I was having this conversation with a partner of mine, man, and ironically enough, one of my best friends, he just won his first Grammy. And... As dope as that is, something that he said that was so, what what was eye-opening for me was that when he had the dream of winning a Grammy, it was always like all of this different type of music. You know, he was basically making music that everybody else wanted to hear. And ironically enough, he won a Grammy off of the music that he loves to make. You know what I'm saying? So it was like him doing Afro beat, something that's truly unique to him is what got the Grammy. It wasn't these R&B records, these hip-hop records, all of this stuff, it was something that was super unique to what he wanted to put out to the world. And, you know, I, I use that as a parallel to kind of say what you were talking about was like, look, all of the the, the crews, the, the the different accolades, all these things that we think that we grew up saying that we wanted, and it really just comes down to you, right? No matter what, bro like when they strip all of this stuff away because as we know as technology changes the music industry will change 10 years ago people were buying cds bro like it just it is what it is and now we're in a space where none of that matters cds you know do people still buy cds yes but they buy them as like a bobblehead, you know what I'm saying? they just buying it just to have it as as something. It's the new vinyl. It's the new vinyl in a sense, right? It's just it's not. They're not gonna play that CD at all, bro. Like, what is,
1: what's the last time you? I mean, outside of your MacBook. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you've seen somebody with a stereo with a CD player in it, or a CD player in somebody's car, or you don't? Uh,
0: I drive an 01 tours and I have a CD player in there that I don't use, you feel me? Like, I I have a CD player, but I, I, I have an aux cord that I just play music that I want to hear. Like, that's where we're at, you feel me? So, CDs are, in a sense, they're obsolete from a, a standpoint of getting someone to buy a CD for them to actually listen. Their buying is just a merch item. Well, I'm not saying stop selling CDs, like, by all means, if your fans are buying them, keep selling them. But I'm saying cds are not meant for people to listen to music anymore people are streaming and guess what five years ten years from now it's going to be something different like it it just the music industry changes just like any other industry that you're in it changes but the only thing that that is consistent is the artist And if the artist just drives home to say, like, look, focus on what I have going on and only focus on the people that like what you have going on, you're better off. Because once everything else gets crowded and and cloudy and that trend sound dies down, people can still come back to, what. well, no, well, this is what I like. I like that first three albums you put out before you got the major deal and had to go and make music like everybody else. I like when you was organic to yourself and your core. And you realize they're like oh they like me the whole time it's this industry that changed who i was as an artist because i'm trying to quote unquote sell records or get 10 billion streams or whatever the you know the numbers are or whatever so it's like man just be be you bro be be you as best as you possibly can
1: because if i if i were to think about each era thus far of me actually putting forth and creating music for like mask assumption that the people around me, a lot of them being disenchanted and wanting to continue or being negative as far as like how the process is going, I would have been stopped. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, what I'm saying some of my, my closest friends, they they don't really make music or they're not taking it seriously enough to where it's like, you know, uh they you gonna know, keep this shit on point, accessible and mm. uh, deliverable. Because, you know, with me doing all rapidy Raps and booking artists and things like that, you know, you see it. You know what I'm saying? Because there'll be some people who make really dope music, but like their presentation <laughs> is, is very lackluster because they don't care, you know. And it's like to the point where I set it up to where... you. If you sell tickets, you know, you gonna cap on half. If you just sell to your friends and your family even. And people just don't even put in the effort. I feel like part of that is like people really just don't believe in them, so
0: it's it's a lot of those things, man. I, I was gonna ask you about the promotional side of things because being an artist uh, is one thing, but then when you dive in the realm of um actually facilitating these shows and you get an opportunity to to stand step back at from and look at things from a different perspective like was that an eye-opening moment for you or um, how was that seeing things as a promoter in a sense as opposed to just an artist
1: yeah because um for a large sum of that that past year i watched myself become the villain mm.
0: you know <laughs> the villain
1: i yeah I, I mean i know exactly what you i yeah. I, I, I get it bro like <laughs> i did everything that i that i said i wouldn't participate in as an artist that i still wouldn't do as an artist but mm. i did it to other artists
0: mm. was that out of necessity or was that a, a learning experience for you or is
1: that something that I, you I was, absolutely definitely out of necessity you know i have a This, coming up since like, I guess, up to May of this year, if we go back to like May of last year, really all of 2019, out of that, out of 2019 up to now, uh, I haven't, uh, maybe a month, two months, you could say I worked a regular job, mm-hmm. I haven't I have, you know, I I do little hustles to supplement, you know, yeah, 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 the yeah. things outside of just music. But I don't work a regular job. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's also a strain. It 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 compromise. I compromise the integrity of the brand sometimes, because this artist was willing to pay mm-hmm. what I was charging just to get on. But the money ain't shit. What does that say? Like, I can't sell my soul, my integrity, because it's like by doing that, you see how you get easily watered down the <laughs> brand. Even if you not, that's was definitely. I mean, people know me as an artist. You know that's not
0: right. That's right. not
1: me. But on the, pro- I see how easy that grab is. You know what I'm saying. I see why like, uh. You know, stuff like a Schwanbeck uh, industry mixer could last for as many years as it is. I don't know her. I don't know her intentions, but I know uh, that, that that format when it's like 20 artists on one night. I ended up doing that shit and only like two, three of them artists is good. And no, nobody's bringing our audience. Yeah. Until where I have my, my creative and my business partners basically saying, we not fucking with you until... Uh, you get your shit together. Yeah, and you need to pay us too.
0: Yeah, it's um, I'm I'm so glad that you're being super transparent in that because I I can say as somebody that put on shows myself, I I um I've I've never charged an artist to perform, but the main reason why I haven't charged is because I w- I've always been on the other side of that too, and I've had people who been in a position to charge artists and. I saw what it did to the quality of show because, like you said, if you got an artist that willing to say like, Shh, "Bro, here go two fifty, man," like I'm just trying to get twenty minutes on this stage, it's so easy to be like, Shh, "Bro, like that two fifty pay for this whole venue," you know what I'm saying? It's it's easy to do that, and the thing is, what happens nine times out of ten, that person that's willing to pay that. You probably didn't vet them because if you would have listened to the music would have immediately said, oh no bro i'm good (laughs) like well you know i'll I'll introduce you to somebody else like but most of the times we don't get get to that because you say like but that 250 will really help out And, and like you said it ends up hurting the quality of show and when it hurts the quality of show it messes up the brand because you have 20 people on the bill three of them are good 15 of them are, are like, you wouldn't even listen to their music. You know what I'm saying? But they all paid, they 50 they $25, whatever it was to perform. And yes, it's a successful model, especially in a city like Atlanta because everybody trying to get on here. Right, It's a very successful model, but um, I personally can say that there's two people that i know for a fact do that that are continuing to be successful and they they have been successful for some years and they've been able to level up and um i'll say that the from from the artist's perspective of dealing with those people the artists have always said like man that was the biggest waste of time ever and 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 it seems like it's always the artists learn from that experience. It's saying like, oh yeah, okay, it took, I, that." that's my, I had to go through that, so I know not to do it again type type thing, you know what I'm saying? But uh, it's just interesting to hear because I don't think too many facilitators will admit what you just admitted. I don't think, I think it's like an unsaid thing. It's like, oh no, no, I ain't going to talk about that. You know what I'm saying? But the fact that, the fact that you, you said that and you and you mentioned it with so much uh like I can't even think of the word. The fact that you were transparent enough to say that and also admit that you learn from that gives me a different respect for you. Because I don't really know Shalil D. Um or Shalom, excuse me, as the <laughs> that's, see that's I'm going I'm going old
1: That's also, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but you know,
0: I I I don't know you as the facilitator. I just know you as you know the artist. You know what I'm saying? So
1: hearing that side, that's that's refreshing for me. You know, and the, that's the thing is like I put myself, especially these past few years, up until 2019. A lot of people know me as the reverse mm. i'm the facilitator i'm not the artist mm-hmm. and i'm not doing that no more not to say i'm not doing no more rapidy raps which by the way the anniversary show there's definitely no filler uh it's it's the best of the best over the past 12 months um you know what i'm saying check out the bill you can go on the ig check that out but um You know i if there's been any uh any room for my image or my brand to be misconstrued that first and foremost falls on me not Mm -hmm. uh putting a hard definition of who i am priority wise you know what i'm saying because over the years you know did the black noise media thing Mm -hmm. doing my you know doing podcasts you know what I'm saying, doing the activist thing, you know what I'm saying, doing hosting and putting on, not just all rapity Raps, but mm-hmm. other concerts and events, you know, and then people be like, oh yeah, you rap too? Oh yeah, man, I need to check your stuff out. And it's like, when you put something out, even now it's like, what you got out new? It's like, you and we be so self-absorbed sometimes, it's like, Man, I put this shit out on my social media. You don't see it, goddamn it! It's right there. It's yeah, like yeah, I collage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's on me to like having allow me to reintroduce myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I have to restructure that so really, um, I can definitely say last from last year and moving forward, um, that's been more definitive. And I don't know. Maybe with the distance of like, I wrote a a status on social media. Uh, other day, like, um, basically saying, uh, I never mean to have people distance themselves from me, um, or, you know, due to either, you know, feeling inferior to me or my criticism or to me just pushing too hard. It's just like, I see... I see a lot of potential and a lot of that. that's that been kind of like where I mess up. I see so mm. much potential. I be wanting to bring it out. It's like, yeah, I know I'm dope, but nigga, you dope too. Come on, yeah, come yeah, on, come yeah, on. Yeah. And not everybody want to get pushed like that. That's not my responsibility. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. Sure. And I've had to, I, I continuously have to learn to accept that and just be like, you know what? If you, sometimes, maybe that's the Virgo in me, sometimes like, well, if you want to just only be You know Half ass Then that's That's on you And that's hard for me to,
0: Because Mm -hmm. I can't
1: then But if I see that I can't associate with you Yeah yeah. Because my thing is like I know what I'm manifesting You know what I'm saying When I did the album listening It it felt like I was doing magic You know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. Just performing All the performance was dope Like Damn near flawless I was popping champagne You know what I'm saying And it's not to, It wasn't, the champagne and shit wasn't out of arrogance. It's just because, you know, where I belong, they pop champagne. Mm. So, it gotta, I got to, you know what I'm saying, where I belong, they're going to have physicals. That was my first time I ever signed autographs. Like, mm. everybody, I gave out, I, I didn't have time to press up physicals of, R uh RBG readily building genius the new EP out now um so I actually gave out my physicals of the subject mm-hmm. first and it's kind of like go listen for those who ain't familiar with me but are in the building tonight start here mm. and if you feel like you like what you hear. Because all my link information is the same. All my contact information is the same from back then as it is now. Mm-hmm. So if you want to hear anything else, you can just start right there, literally. Down, and yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, yo, people came up to me. I'm signing autographs. Like shit. I've i been practicing my autograph signing since like 12, 13 years old. Right, right. And when it finally came to it, I was, I still was fucking up. I was like, oh my, oh shit, fuck it, fuck it, I don't give a shit. Like, yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And, oh man, that, that was like, for all the stuff that I've been going through this past 12 months, that right there was just like, don't stop. mm breathe, don't stop, keep going, um, you almost, you closer, you closer to where you think you are than what you give yourself credit towards, you know, even with the All Rappity Rap, I go through a whole month, let's say, 28 days of just like constant, you know, pressure, building, and, build. Mm. and then when the apex of when we actually do the damn thing and the memories that will last a lifetime off mm. of two, three hours and how that could change somebody else's life to do some shit that they want to do, that feeling, oh man, yo man, that Kobe shit fucked me up, man. Definitely. It you definitely know, he is. he he a, he a Virgo, mm. I'm a Virgo. So, uh, I don't know, Virgos, for those who are into signs, that's kind of like. My wife's a, Virgo, so yeah, right. I got you. So, <laughs> I got He's you. like, I'm tired <laughs> No, know no, know, no, so no.
0: It's, it's cool, but I, I understand, you know, I understand exactly. Yeah. But,
1: it's all this, I relate, just like, you don't, you don't stop, you know, mm-hmm. I'm paraphrasing all these different quotes that are just being rushed, like, mm-hmm. you don't. The power of manifestation all relies. You have to believe. One hundred percent. If you don't believe, it's not gonna work. I feel like I was talking to somebody recently. Even like if you want to take it to like a biblical reference, you know, when Jesus was performing miracles, mm-hmm. before before he would do the miracle. He would ask do you believe right god almighty the most high whoever your witch doctor your professional doctor Mm -hmm. whoever you go to help towards you know what i'm saying uh for they can have the remedy but but if believe but if you don't believe it don't fucking matter and
0: the reason why is because my belief is that the mind is the ultimate powerful tool. If your brain doesn't like believe that you can manifest these things and make it happen, it won't. It won't happen. It's just like even the small things, right? We wake up every morning, and if we have a car, we go and put the key in the ignition and turn it and turn the ignition. It never processed in our brain that that car is not gonna start. We believe that car is gonna start, and we're gonna start going where we're gonna go. Now, for anybody that have had a, a you know a, a jacked up car in their life, they've been in those yeah one hundred percent. You've been in those situations where you like trying to crank the car and the car doesn't crank. But guess what? I can put my last dollar that nobody turns that 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 um the key over. It doesn't crank, and they don't try to crank it up again. Nobody. Everybody. They turn that ignition. If that ignition don't come on immediately, they do what? They turn it back and then they turn try it turn again. it. Try it again. Why? Because we believe that it's supposed to work, right? And that's something that is so small and minute, and we don't think about it on a regular basis. But that little small belief that we have, you gotta walk through life with that all day, every day. That level of confidence, knowing that like, no, this this is gonna pop. Even when nobody else sees it, and you see it, for years you've probably seen it. When everybody else was looking at you, like, even, like, in high school, I'm sure you was rapping in high school, and people was yeah. like, all right, here you go. Here he come again with them rapidy Raps. Yeah. 10 years, 15 years later, now you got a show going on, the one year anniversary called Rapidy Raps. Something that they, back then, they probably was just like, whatever. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah, Those absolutely. things, you got to believe in yourself before anybody else believes in you, bro. You have to. And and, and if you don't have that, I, I hate to say it, bro, you're going to have a long time. It's going to be a
1: long road for you. You know what I'm saying? You got to have that belief first. Uh, it is is really is fundamental, like, if you will, that you're going to have a turkey and cheese sandwich. And you don't have the money, you know what I'm saying? You don't have the money. Or or let's say, you know, you want you want a pack of cigarettes and some beer you don't have no money, mm-hmm. you will beg, work, uh, finesse with your mouth any type of game mm-hmm. to get what you want until you get mm-hmm. what you want. So is it's really as simple as that. So taking that will and channeling that something the only difference is there's there's more steps mm-hmm. the bigger the bigger the uh the objective the more steps but the principles right, right. the exact same right you know right
0: <laughs> now that's real that's real that's real man bro we said you know this was gonna be 30 minutes we, we've been going for an hour but oh, the conversation wow. it, it's been a great conversation and um you know they say the third time's a charm, <laughs> and you know, three times, man. And, and knowing that our first conversation happened in 2013 to our last conversation in 2020, I'm 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 excited about what the next conversation will be. Um, and you know, I want to personally thank you for sharing everything that you shared tonight. I think this is going to be a very interesting conversation for people that they're going to not only um uh, learn from, but I think it's gonna inspire them too. I really believe that, so um it probably
1: make some people mad, but I know, mean some it, people are gonna be mad but people I got a lot of people mad at me anyway so well
0: here's the say. thing though right and and I'm glad you brought that up for the people that hear hear this conversation, And you get upset that's okay, right? It's okay to be upset with someone else's thoughts about you. It's okay. It's okay to be upset i'd rather you be upset than to hold it in and keep it in your head and that person who you're upset with don't know why you're upset
1: hey psa (laughs) hey some of y'all yeah yeah some of y'all who who, who we talk like there's some people who they've just cut me off, right? I well, I don't understand that whole uh ghosting thing. Yeah, I, I don't respect that shit. No, you know what I'm saying? Because it'd be the same ones talking about I'm real, I'm this and that. You can call I I you know, I got the smoke, I check. If I did something to offend you, and you know how accessible I am to the people who I choose to be accessible towards, it ain't shit. I may Bro. not like it. We may argue. <laughs> we may argue. We might fight. But I'll respect that more 100%. than you just you cut cut me off or you be on some weirdo shit and get, showing me like uh half a love fake thug <laughs> half a love shit. I don't. I'm not doing that. So it's Bro. like if you don't fuck with me, that's okay. Yeah. If you fuck with me, that's okay. Just. Just be 100. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, just you know, cause that's I'm not about to be on us.
0: No, I feel you, man. I I I, I went through that. Uh, I don't know now. It's probably going on two and a half, three years now. Still don't know. <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> I have no clue whatsoever. And I, I came to grips to that. You know what? It's not for me to understand.
1: Yeah. Not everything. Not everything is meant. For not you everything. To know.
0: now everything is not meant for you to know it's just one of those things where you know people what this life will show you is that people will be people truths will come out when the truths are ready to come out and when they come out that time then everybody will be faced with a choice you either accept that truth and move on or you deny that truth and you know try to operate in that space but at the end of the day Bro, people gonna be people. That's what my grandma used to say. Like, look, you might not understand it right now, baby, but people gonna be people, Absolutely. and and there's nothing that you can do about that. You know, there's nothing you can do about it. But look, this has been a straight out the damn podcast, man. It's been a great conversation. We had the homie Shalom Little in the building, man. And so the platform is yours right now. So is there anything um, that you want to leave with the people? You know, it's it's your time
1: now. Readily building genius out now. All my music, uh, for even when um, the formats change, it's still gonna be accessible at shalomlittle.bandcamp.com since, since twenty. Go, go there, Ben, and and, <laughs> and spend real money. Don't I mean streaming? The no, streaming has its place, just like protesting. Yeah, protesters have its go. place, you know, for accessibility, mm-hmm. but. Me waiting for a penny of a penny of a penny of a a fraction of a penny of the dollar over uh, I know that's not go can't stop, won't stop. But I like my I got bills, I gotta (laughs) buy pampers and shit. Right. right, I got you know what I'm saying, I got shit to invest in now. So the 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 purchase is ten dollars for the readily building genius. Mm. Most of the other shit on my band camp is like pay what you want. This is the first That I actually be like nigga, yeah, drop the ten, drop the ten, yeah. Um, readily building genius. Uh, good as. One of the only few people that can still refer to me as Sha Lil and that shit gonna ride because he been supporting me since day one and it, uh, it was definitely like an <laughs> authentic slip like I wouldn't even try like to Sha Lil I'm like it's cool, even, bro, it's cool. I wouldn't I even you. try to. It's just like you know, it it, it happens sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, yo, yo, I can't, I can't wait till we like. Either we do our own revolt Or we arm revolt 100% do this shit. 100% you know what I'm
0: 100% man yo. 100% But look man This and is Yo st- man when we uh, gonna finish that EP man Bro Alright <laughs> <laughs> full disclosure right Full disclosure <laughs> Being the homie well, How many
1: That was 2016 we started working We started
0: it. working on the EP in 2016
1: Two of the tracks done we Yeah we got,
0: got we, we we got two done we need at least, I think, at least two more.
1: Oh, the auntie. Okay.
0: At least two more. One more and we can, one more and we can drop it. But two more and we can like really, you know, and uh, we just gotta finish, bro. It's it's one of those things. Like I think during the time when we initially started on it, I was like getting ready to become a father. My head was just,
1: I guess. Uh <laughs> I guess I was too. Yeah.
0: I just didn't know it yet. Yeah, yeah. Same. yeah, yeah. But it, <laughs> it was a lot. It's just a lot going on when we started. And um but yeah, we, we but do know that there there are songs that are on the drive that exist that are a part of a project that we have yet to finish. Uh oh, and that was three and a half years ago. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> all right the pressure's on man 2020 we gotta drop this ep we gotta drop yeah. this ep it's
1: the year of the division
0: yeah yeah we we gotta do this we gotta do it there's no excuses bro like we and, and and full disclosure we did attempt to pick it back up in 2019 but it just the vibe wasn't there i think i sent like what three or four joints and just mm-hmm. like nah bro that ain't it <laughs> which i appreciate i love when artists tell me that ain't it like you know what i'm saying that don't just accept anything I send. Like, it got to really be the vibe. So, um, we going to finish that thing, though. We going to finish it. We going to finish it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. uh Yo, uh, I just want to say this, and then uh, we close out. Um, yo, uh, rest in peace, Naj Murph. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace, Naj Murph, man. I, I, wrote, I wrote a status a few weeks ago. Me and him never really, like, met in person or were talked a lot like that, but some of the songs that people familiar that, like, I perform like Believe and certain um, Swingless mm. and uh, Lessons Quick to Fade. Um, during that era, that was when um, we was rocking with, you know, George from Classic and Wino Willie when we did the Ben Good Volume 1. Oh, man, so, man. Um, I want to say it was a uh, The song Swingless, uh, I got this verse called Swingless that uh, Timeless produced, and me and Naj were supposed to do that together, but due to some uh, legal situation, he wasn't physically able to Mm -hmm. record it. But over the years, you know, every once in a while, I was just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like what you, you know, he definitely, I respect, from afar, I respected his lyricism, and, uh, you know, hey, hey, man. You know, we thank you. You know, what I'm saying because you you inspired, bro. You it's so weird how somebody can inspire you. And they they may never even know. You know. Yeah,
0: yeah. That, no, that's real, man. It, it, definitely rest in peace to the homie knowledge Murph, man. And, and like we we um wrote um did our best to write. Uh, a memorial You know In a sense To, to, to Naj Murph And definitely Didn't want it to come off Self-serving Or anything like that But like hey When, when I'm writing I can only write off Of my experiences And so I wrote for, Off of my experiences With dealing with Naj And, and um, um, Definitely a, a dope MC And Definitely A a, a, a Called everybody Off guard and, 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 and you know we We coming off of Kobe passing it, and of course, Kobe, iconic figure, and the world knows Kobe, and when Kobe passed, the world stopped, you know what I'm saying, and and Naj, everybody don't know who Naj Murph was, but what's guaranteed is that, you know, he made some dope music, and his legacy will live on through his music, and, you know, that's the beauty of... (laughs) Of this thing called music Is you can record a le- you're re- Even podcasting bro Like we're recording a legacy right now That will be played Years from now You know what I'm saying Regardless of what may happen um, Decisions that will be made in the future At the end of the day There is a audio recording um, Of a legacy and, and so We can't take that for granted man So definitely rest in peace to the homie Naj Murph rest in peace to Kobe Bryant and um his daughter Gianna and and the other seven victims um families of those victims man like just you know comfort really just pray for comfort because that is something that nobody wants to deal with you know what i mean and and so uh i can only imagine what those families are going through to to lose husbands wives daughters um that's sons that's tough that's tough that's definitely tough man but hey man straight out the damn podcast um and like i said as always man if you have a dream pray on that dream research that dream and work into that dream becomes a reality i'm last name good the homie shalom little Year. we out i was waiting on that year <laughs> <laughs>